Nothing But The Words, episode number 109. Are you investing in or sacrificing for your book? What if it's possible to finally write the book that's been on your mind for months or even years? Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you tips, insights, and practical advice to write a transformative book in spite of all your doubts and fears. Writing a successful book isn't just for the lucky few. You can do it, too, with the right coach on your side. Now, here's your host, your book coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going exceptionally well. That would be fantastic every week. But I know it's not always the case. That's what I'm here for, to help you make sure your writing goes as well as it possibly can. Writing your book requires you to give up some things, though. It just does. You will not get something for nothing in the area of writing your book any more than you will anywhere else. But depending on your perspective, you can see that giving up as a sacrifice or an investment. An investment, of course, is something you temporarily give up with the hope and expectation that you'll see a greater return at some point down the road. I'm currently taking a class on wealth building and investing is, of course, one of the pillars of the program. This year, I've been slowly increasing the amount of money I invest in stocks each month. This is new for me. I have not always done this, but I'm doing that because I expect to get a greater return a payout larger than the amount I invested down the road. I don't miss the money (laughs) I could spend now because I expect it will mean I have more money to spend later. That's my investment. A sacrifice, on the other hand, means you give up something for the sake of someone or something else. You give it up. There's no replied return. There's no implied return to a sacrifice. I personally don't enjoy the thought of sacrifice. (laughs) I know some people do. I don't get excited about it. Think about how it would feel if your boss told you that you'll have to work the next 12 weekends. You don't have to come to work for the next 12 weekends, but you will not get any extra pay, any recognition, or any acknowledgement for your effort. Don't bother bringing up the weekends you worked when it's time for your review because your boss does not want to hear about it. There's absolutely nothing in it for you to work weekends for the next four months. Your boss just wants you to do it. You can show up weekend after weekend, but no one really cares. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that would feel like a pretty big sacrifice and I would probably be looking for another job. But no one is making you write a book. And since no one is forcing you to do it, I have to assume you expect some kind of return, whatever it might be, for yourself or your readers, and hopefully for both, from writing and publishing a book. If that's the case, then your book is an investment, my friend. Now, here are some of the things you will have to invest or sacrifice. It's up to you how you want to look at it in order to write a great book. Your number one investment is, of course, time. You have to invest the time to properly plan your book. Everyone wants to skip over that. Not everyone, but lots of people want to skip over that. They don't want to be bothered with outlining or planning or researching. But if you want to write a great book that does its job, you have to invest the time to properly plan it. Failing to plan your book actually makes it highly likely that you will never finish writing. 
And of course, you have to be willing to invest the time to learn about writing a book, to do the actual writing, and to get feedback on that writing. Listen, I know there are still people out there selling write your book in a weekend opportunities. If you knew how harshly I used to judge them, <laughs> you might actually be shocked. I'm not so hardcore about it anymore. As long as the people they're, the people they're selling to know they will not produce a high quality book length work over a weekend. It's not happening in two days, friend. They are more likely to produce a succinct little pamphlet. No problem there. That's what they want or a stack of transcripts they can later use to write a book. If the clients are fine with that, far be it from me to say not to do it. But for those of us who care deeply about the quality of our books, the quality of the writing and the quality of the content, who care deeply about how our books can make a difference for our readers, or who care deeply about creating something that will last, time invested is required. Now, I started my writing career in literary fiction, which I still write in my free time, such as it is. In that sphere, I knew award-winning authors who took a decade to write each book. By no means am I saying you need to do that. In fact, most people probably shouldn't. But if you don't have six months or even a year or two to dedicate to writing a book, you are probably not going to write the book you feel called to write. You've got to invest the time. The second investment you have to make in your book is your effort. Listen, I've taken more writing classes, read more writing books, and been coached and mentored by more authors than I even care to share. I had to put in the effort to learn how to write a great book. There is no shortcut, friend. You must invest the effort, not just in the writing, but also in learning about how to write a book. Even if you're a great writer, there is a particular process or processes in writing a book. That is just real. Recently, I had a conversation with my younger daughter, who sadly lives all the way in Vancouver, BC, about how people show up for their craft. She's a dancer, and she had noticed how some of the dancers in her community show up on time, every time, prepared to do the work. They put in the effort. Others are more nonchalant. They skip training, They skip classes or for reasons known only to them, they only give a halfway effort. The truth is that's the case in every area of life. Some people say they want the goal, but they are simply not willing to put in the effort. Maybe it's because they're afraid to fail. They're insecure. Maybe they'd just rather be doing something else. Whatever the reason they choose not to put in the effort, they just don't do it. But here's the thing, their results always reveal the effort or lack of effort they put in. You, my friend, will have to invest effort in writing your book if you want it to be something you care to put your name on. Your third investment in writing your book is creativity. You will have to invest your creativity in your book. Writing a book is a creative process. It's the act of creating something that before you begin doesn't yet exist. Figuring out which stories to tell in your book and crafting them effectively is a creative process. Deciding how best to communicate your book's message requires you to be creative. And of course, if your book is a novel or a memoir, you're fully engaged in the creative process. Fortunately, your brain has the capacity to be creative. It doesn't matter if you have never in your life considered yourself a creative type. You are already creating in your life on a regular basis. If I followed you around all day, 
I could pick out the moments when you are creating. However, you will likely have to stretch yourself to be creative in this new way. And for a project that's more of a marathon than a sprint, being creative and writing your book is a requirement. And the fourth and final, at least for this episode, thing that you will have to invest in writing your book is your vulnerability. Even if you're writing the most basic, straightforward how-to book, keeping it super neutral with very little of your own story in it, could have been written by anybody. There is a vulnerability to writing a book and putting your name on it. Even if you use a pseudonym, right? You change your name, the author's name on the book, you're still going to get feedback one way or another. There will be reviews on Amazon. (laughs) There will be people who want to comment on your book on social media, and all those comments won't be great. All those reviews won't be five stars. You will have to invest a certain amount of vulnerability to be able to write your book and put it out in the world. And as you're in the writing process, your brain will want to jump ahead to what's going to happen after this book comes out. So you've got to get to a place where you're willing to be vulnerable enough to put this book out into the world with your name on it. So what does all this investment talk mean for you as you write your book? It means you can choose whether you want to see the things you pour into your book as investments or sacrifices. Try on both ideas and see which one feels better to you. Which one makes you want to get up and write most days? Which one makes you dread the thought of writing? Your book requires these things of you, but you can approach them however you want. Your book requires time and effort, creativity and vulnerability. You get to decide if you want to give them begrudgingly and wishing all the while that you didn't have to and and wishing you could be doing something else or give those things willingly and with an eye on the return you eventually expect to get. That's all for this week's episode, friends. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Are you looking for more inspiration or just something to light that fire within you to finally write your book? Get my free quick guide and video, Jumpstart Your Book. This guide will walk you step-by-step through the process to start writing a book that can help you achieve your goals. Grab Jumpstart Your Book and watch the video at candiceldavis.com slash jumpstart. It's free. Mm-hmm.